The calendar is always turning, and the clock never stops ticking. From a kingdom perspective, there can be no doubt that we are entering into the end of the age. Though things on earth will get progressively worse, the church will glow brighter as the kingdom of God nears its fullness. As we draw closer to the end of the age, now more than ever, we all need courage. Courage to endure, courage to overcome, and courage to fulfill all the Lord is calling us to do. There is arising a group of people who understand their kingdom authority and move in it. You can be a part of that remnant. Welcome to the End Time Courage Podcast with Lauren and Amy. Hi guys, welcome back. So we have the most ex- the specialist surprise for you guys. We have a guest today. Yes, we do. One of our faves. Um, this is Latoya Snodgrass. Her husband, Pastor Derek Snodgrass, is a great friend of the house of the North Georgia Revival. Uh, they've been many times. I love this couple. Uh, Amy, you're very familiar with Latoya. We yes, love her. We love them. We do. And Pastor Derek Snodgrass, he pastors at the Willow Church in Lake Jackson, Texas. Now, if you guys, if you're around that area, go to the church. If you want an on fire, you're looking for the prophetic, you know, where the Lord is free to move and be the Lord, this is your church in that area. So we highly encourage that. We want to thank you for joining us, LaToya. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. I'm so humbled and honored to be on with you this morning. So guys, we asked LaToya to come on because I have just been the biggest fan of hers. And she has really, for the past couple of years, she has been a great mentor to me about how to press in to the presence of God. And she wrote a book called What They've Always Wanted, Fellowship with God, the Father and the Holy Spirit, which is so incredible. Like I read it and I just, I cried the first three pages. And basically LaToya had this amazing encounter with the Lord. And I know that that's what we all press into. And we really want at the end of the day, especially when we talk about end time courage, Amy, and we talk about, you know, the things that are coming, you want that fellowship Mm -hmm. and you want those encounters uh, with the Lord. And Latoya had this encounter and I wanted her to come on and talk to you guys about it. There was a time where Latoya was coaching me through how to get my spirit right, get into a quiet place and, and do the same thing. And so thank you so much, Latoya, for coming on and talking about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I pray that it encourages everyone who hears it. So this is what I thought we could do. So Amy, I know that um, we'll have this this conversation with LaToya about the encounter, but we're going to have to probably split this up today because into a part two, because LaToya has actually got a really special download from the Lord about the end times and um, like the, the beast and a lot of the things about revelation. And I'm super excited to hear about that from her. And so guys, if we have to split this up, which I believe we will, uh, please come back for part two. You're going to love it. But for right now, Latoya, do you mind just jumping in and just kind of telling us the encounter part? Like, how did this happen? How did you get here? You know, all the things just start from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you know, it really started with, coming into the realization that we were doing church in a very mundane, ordinary, humdrum way and just growing very tired and weary of that and just reading how dynamic the Holy Spirit is in the word, there should not be any different than what we are experiencing now. So it really just started with the quest, Lord, to, you know, take religion from me, strip me down, detox me, 
and show me the way you've wanted this from the beginning and how you still want it. And so with that heart posture, I just begin to seek the Lord. And I do have to credit my husband because he's a great teacher. And um, he often teases me. He says, you're not a member. You're just my wife. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I I sit intently listening because I want to grow. I have a soul that needs to be fed. So he was teaching on godly meditation. And he, it came out of Joshua 1 and 8. And he just began to really break down the mechanics of what it is to chew on the word of God. Yeah. And um, he used the example of a cow chewing on its cud and how they'll chew for hours just to suck all the nutrients out. They'll swallow it, bring it back up and chew again. And so I said, well, That's you know good. what, I'm going to I'm going to put this into action. So I grabbed Psalms 23 and early morning prayer. And I will say that early morning prayer is the best because there is quiet. There is stillness. There's isolation. The world isn't up and moving yet, and there are no distractions. That's and it. That's a good point. And your mind is clear, you yeah. know? Your well, mind is not cluttered with what you have to do. Right. So I made an intention to get up around, it was around probably four-ish in the morning, and I just picked Psalms 23 because it's full of imagery and something that I could easily visualize and close my eyes and just lock into Uh, walking with the Lord as my shepherd. And I just stayed on that. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And I just visualize him walking with me hand in hand and um, just teaching me about him and what he wants for me. And just so so let me get in his presence. Let me get this picture, Amy. I mean, you, you I think you do the same thing, a visual person. So I'm thinking you're putting imagery to this. So you're getting up in the morning. Absolutely. You spend that quiet time with him. And you start to envision him in front of you, right? Yes. 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 Okay. I engage my mind. I engage my imagination. Um, we use our imagination for everything else. So why not use it for good? <laughs> exactly. So I just saw him walking with me, holding his staff, leading me the green pastures, um, just the entire 23rd passage. But then when I really got lost, I just stayed on that first verse. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want And when I began to go into that, the Lord um, just took over. It was like the vision took off from there. That was the springboard, if you will. Did you keep like enchanting it? Like not enchanting it, like um, chanting it, like the Lord is my shepherd in your mind, in your spirit. The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, I was verbally saying the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd until it became reality, until I was lost in that. And every definition of what him being a shepherd is. And when I did that, um, I could, I would, I guess I would consider it as just a spiritual out of body, um, experience and encounter with the Lord that Paul talked about in the new Testament where he said, I don't know if it was in the body or out of the body. I just know I was with the Lord, but I will looking back, I will say it was my spirit that encountered the Lord. And I opened my eyes and I was in the throne room and I remember the floor being white. And so black you, checkered. you opened your eyes, like you, you opened your eyes in the spirit or you opened, opened your eyes? eyes in the spirit. Yes. My body was just quiet and dormant. That's the best way I can describe it. And I opened my eyes in the spirit and I looked up and I saw the father um, on his throne and he was surrounded by seven flames of fire. And um, later I went back to scripture and I found that in Revelation. So everything that happened, you know, I wanted to make sure it was biblical. I don't want to, you know, didn't want anything to be false about it. I wanted to verify everything. And he just, the best way I can describe it is he zapped me into his lap. 
And at that moment, I was so tiny. I was like this little peon. (laughs) (laughs) And he was so massive, but so gentle, so loving. I mean, the ultimate father. I entreated him like a papa. He, He introduced himself to me as a papa. And I needed that because I was always so afraid, you know, growing up. You know, all we heard was fire and brimstone. God's going to get you. God's going to kill you. Right. Be holy for I am holy. Be perfect for I am perfect. And so we we didn't really understand grace. So this was like my moment for the father to teach me who he was as a father, what it meant to have grace and to be loved by him. And so I'm in his lap and I'm just kind of resting on his thigh. And then he scoops me up into his giant hands and he bring cuffs me and brings me close to his heart and he lets out this sigh like ah um and you know in this moment there is no mouth movement right there's no talking it's just all heart to heart and I can interpret what that meant and then he said we've been waiting on you and I was just so so undone and I said Lord I mean father you're waiting on me why And he just began to show me because you didn't really know my love. You were attached through a system, but not really to me. Mm -hmm. And um, then I just remember being so overwhelmed with joy. I took off running across his arms, across his back. And um, he had this long, silky, beautiful, pure white hair. And I just was kind of playing in it like a child. And he let out this laugh that was so gleeful and so powerful. Mm -hmm. And like it was echoing like thunder, but it was so full of love. The best example I can give is uh, Mufasa Lion King. When he laughed, I don't know if you remember that scene, Um, but it was just like this really deep, incredible, joyful laugh. And um, I just rested on his arm. Once I ran across him, I rested on his, his right arm and, Um, I just didn't want to leave. I just remained there and I opened my eyes and he, you know, spoke to my heart that it was time for me to go with Jesus. Mm. I saw Jesus to the right of him and the Holy Spirit to the left of him. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. Like, I want to just rest here. Mm -hmm. And he said, there's more for you to see. And so I just kind of looked up with him and it was kind of like, I'll see you later type of look. And when I went with the with the Lord, I became life-size again, which I think is very significant because it speaks to the relatability of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, he held my hand and I was preparing to go to my knees just to worship and say, thank you. And he he pulled me up. He wouldn't let me. I mean, the humility of Jesus is indescribable. Wow. And, um, you know, I'm thinking, why won't you let me worship you? And I saw the I saw the holes in his wrist. Mm. Wow. And my heart was just filled with gratitude that he would do what he did for me. Mm-hmm. And so he pulled me up and we walked and he brought me to a chair and he robed me with a purple robe. He put a gold crown on my head and he put a scepter in my hand. <laughs> And I remember thinking, you know, I am so unworthy of all of this. What is going on? And he showed me a broad landscape, Lauren. And he said, this is your kingdom. This is the kingdom that I want you to impact. It's like we all have territory Mm -hmm. that we have to reclaim for the Lord on earth. 
And he showed me a region that I'm called to. Um, people who need to be ministered to in their health, people who need to be ministered to in their minds. And there's a sect of people that only each of us can reach. It's, it's our life experience that they can connect with. And it's our love and our compassion and our personality, the individuality of us that they can connect with. Every time you tell the story, you uh, you get a very emotional. So I know how real it is to you. And it, it should. I know for me, guys, when I hear LaToya tell the story, you know, Amy and I have talked about this. It, it brings out this zealous this like I'm not jealous. It's like a zealous. It's like, gosh, Lord, please let me have this. Let me have this with you. You know, let me let me be in that place with you. You know, when we all go and we pray and we get in front of the Lord, you know, that that's what we're seeking. We're seeking his attention, not that he's not giving us attention, but we all seek that, that presence, that attention, that Lord, see me, he sees us. And Latoya, I do this silly thing. And I know we all have probably little silly things that we do, but this is just me being personal. I do Uh this silly thing when I go outside or like if I'm walking to the car, maybe from a department store or it's nighttime, Mm -hmm. I'll look up to the sky and I'll just say, Lord, do you see me? Do you see me? You know, we all want to know, does he see us? And with your encounter, this, you know, he does see us. He sees us. He saw you. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And this is not a Latoya thing. This is the birthright that we have in the spirit to encounter him and to live with him. And, um, you know, I encourage everybody to not make a monument out of your encounters. There is always more. There's always more. So just value them. Always, always be grateful, but never satisfied. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Um, so when the Lord did that and he just began to minister to me, he, he hugged me and he kissed me on the forehead. And in that moment, I got my identity back. I knew mm. who I was. I knew without a shadow of a doubt, okay, I am a daughter of the Most High. I have an assignment. I'm royalty. I'm bilocated. I'm seated in heavenly places. Mm-hmm. And I'm here on earth. And everything just flooded in. I knew without a shadow of a doubt who I was, what I was supposed to do. And I knew I was loved so deeply by the Lord. And he um, just began to minister to me. And he said, you know, Latoya, when a manager leaves someone in charge, does that manager want the worker to consistently call, ask for permission? Shall I do this? Shall I do that? Or is it just to do it? Oh, so good. And I, I answered, it's to do it. And he said, go do it. And that was my commission, like, okay, I get it. This is the word personified. I know what I'm about. And so before I I was preparing to leave the encounter, my stinking alarm went off. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And it pulled me out of the encounter. And I said, no, no, Lord, I'm not done. Please, please bring me back. And the moment's like, shoot, I went right back into the encounter because I was so desperate. Praise God. I said, oh, no, you don't alarm. No, you don't. I know. I would be scratching and clawing my way back into that realm. (laughs) No! (laughs) Definitely, it was like a portal. It was like this open portal that he allowed me to get right back in and and stay with him. And so I went back uh, to the Father and um, just kind of rested on him. And I glanced over at Holy Spirit. And it's so beautiful. Um, He has the image of a man and this incredible... uh, like intricate pattern on his wings. Oh, uh, and they drag the floor. They're just 
it's not earthly. It's nothing you can really describe. Mm-hmm. And he's not. He's just irid- he's just clear with iridescent light coming from it. It was just glow. It's so just he's light, just glow. light. Yeah. Um, and just so beautiful, always smiling. And he told me, he's like, I'm, I'm the one that comes and answers your prayers. I bring swift answers to your prayers. And so in that moment, I learned the roles of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who they are to me, um, and what they've empowered me to do. And so, um, the Father just affirmed me and just gave me that one last loving hug. And I was back. And I remember trembling in the bed, couldn't move. And Derek walked up the steps and he said, morning, babe. And, you know, I'm like, hey, hey, you know, like wow. all earthly strength gone. And he's like, what's going on? And I was just bawling. And I said, I, I had my first trip to heaven. Wow. And he said, what? He got closer. He said, what did you say? And I repeated it. And he just grabbed me and we cried together. And he, you know, asked me, can you tell me? And I said, yeah, I can. And I was just kind of whispering, telling him everything I just told you all. And um, he was just so blown away. He was so grateful. And he was like, okay, Lord, I'm next. Take me. (laughs) For sure. So like after after you have an encounter like this, like every time you go to prayer, are you thinking to yourself, okay, Lord, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. Or do you expect this every time? Or are you kind of in that place where you're like, okay, well, that was nice. It'll probably never happen again. Uh, no, I was, I remained in a place of expectancy. I absolutely did because if everything about my reservations broke, that encounter broke everything. And it just put me in a place of uh, such humility and such gratitude that, um, yeah, I just knew I said, this is the way we're supposed to be living. We're supposed to encounter the Lord daily. It's not supposed to be a once and every now and again thing. He wants us. He's desperate for us. Right. Well, um, I, I know that Amy wants to speak into this. I want to uh, for Amy to to speak into some of the things that you're saying. Now, we're having, guys, a little technical difficulties. And Amy, um, we're trying to figure out the mic situation, but she is um, excited to ask you a few things. So, Latoya, I'm going to pass you over here because I know Amy's got some questions for you. Hold on one second. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Latoya. Hey, Amy. Thanks so much for being on today. Absolutely. Yeah, this was an absolutely incredible experience. It's something that Lauren and I have actually been talking about for about a month. That uh, what does it look like Mm -hmm. to be seated in our heavenly place? And that we are somehow supposed to be operating from both realms. Mm -hmm. And that most believers do not know how to do that. And yes. so how long ago was this uh, for you? When did this encounter happen? This happened in 2020. Okay. And would you say from that encounter, did it change things about your Christian walk long term? Absolutely. It was like I forever live from that uh, revelation of that encounter. And it radically shifted everything in me. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's wonderful. I think our listeners are going to be so encouraged because there's kind of um, a buzz out there about how do we get into our heavenly place? What does that look like? And Mm -hmm. um, the second thing I wanted to ask you is if you were encouraging someone who really wants to have that kind of encounter, Mm -hmm. What would your recommendation be to them to prepare for that to, or is it just a matter of the Lord deciding or were you asking him to have an encounter like this? Like what was, 
What was it like the steps beforehand, before this actually happened? Uh, Great question. Mm -hmm. Um, Several things. I will say to the listeners that you first want to ask the Lord to remove any reservations that you have, knowing or unknowingly. Mm. Anything that would block what he wants to do, ask him to remove it. Um, So that was one of the things that I did. And then also, you know, I always grab onto what Jesus said in the Bible. He said, according to your faith, be it done unto you. So it's a faith thing. Everything that we do in the spirit is according to our faith. And so I would say, ignite your faith through the word and um, ask the Lord to just inject your faith, knowing that he will answer you. Sometimes we go in wishing and that's not the right mindset. If you go in like uh, full of tension and anxiety, like, oh, I hope this works. I hope it works. You're not going to get there. You got to relax and just know that he's a good father and that he will meet you at the point of your need. So just lose all fear. No fear allowed. Okay, this is so good. And I know our our listeners are just like me. They are hanging on to this story. And so many of them, including myself, have been asking for an experience like this. And so I just wanted to get uh, your thoughts, LaToya, about what were you doing prior to this encounter? Were you in a preparation for this? Were you asking the Holy Spirit to take you to that heavenly seat? What do you feel like led you up to that encounter? I would say um, I was in a place asking the Lord to just make me a clean slate and not have any fixations on on how I would encounter him. So I definitely wanted to encounter him, but I said, I'm not going to tailor it. You do it. I don't, you know, I don't know what I need. You know what I need. Um, And so that was the first step to not have a fixation on how he would come. Secondly, believing that he would come to me, mm-hmm. um, you know, releasing fear, releasing anxiety, releasing, um, you know, that wishful thinking mindset and just remaining in a place of faith. All things in the spirit are done by faith and whatsoever things are not of faith are of sin. So we can't mix fear and doubt and worry and um, anxiety and say, okay, Lord, I believe you, but have all that with us. It has to be pure faith. Mm -hmm. And that's where the Lord blessed me to get where I just said, I know I'm going to meet the Lord. I know I'm going to meet the Lord and just being excited about it. And um, going going before him every time in prayer with the expectation. And so I just encourage every believer just to ask the Lord, you know, to wipe away every reservation you may have Mm -hmm. and ask him to help you release any fear. And he knows what's in our hearts. He can do it better than we can. Yes. inject our faith through the word of God. Mm -hmm. That is so good. And what I love that you're saying, and what I think I hear you saying is that you were chasing him more than you were chasing an encounter. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that you said that because this generation has become encounter heavy. Yes. And I'm not saying that that's bad, but there's got to be always be balanced and anchoring the word. So, and scripture, the written word. So we can't, Say, I had encountered that this and that, it doesn't match with the word. In my book, you will see that everything that I experience is scripturally based. 
Yes, I love that. I love that you, you've had this amazing encounter, but you are highlighting that you were seeking God. You're, you're highlighting the word and you're exactly right. We are in a generation that is chasing encounter after Mm -hmm. encounter. And the scripture tells us to seek first his kingdom, to seek him and from these things. And so you go into more detail about all of this in your book. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay, I highly encourage our listeners yes. to to get a copy of that. Yes. And I have not been able to read it yet. I definitely want to. And I know that, uh, we will have you back at some point and we will uh, even dive further yes. into that book. But if there was one encouragement that you could leave our listeners with today, um, just uh Maybe something you received mm-hmm. in that encounter, something that you've received since then. Uh, what would that be, Latoya? Oh, thank you. Um, I think first and foremost is to know, the, and I know this may sound simple and basic, but just to know the Father loves us. That was one of the chief messages I received from that encounter that he embraces us and loves us so thoroughly, so entirely. There's no beginning or end to it. It's just love personified. God is love. Um, That would be first. And second is to know that through what Jesus did, it is our birthright to see in the spirit and to live in the spirit. And this is why I titled the book the way that I did, what they've always wanted. What, Adam and Eve had in the beginning living in glory in his presence in his company in constant conversation that desire never changed so that's the place where we're supposed to be before there was a minister before there was a pastor before there was an altar it was God and man Mm. period so good that revelation stood out so clearly that he wants us just in in constant communion with him. And that's what I would want to leave with the listeners today. Yes, I love that. And honestly, it's what it's what you're saying. It's what we want. We we chase so many other things. But really, what we want is a relationship with the Lord. We want to feel his love. We want to have encounter with him. And so I love that that is what your book is all about. You're exactly right. It is what we've always wanted, even if we're not pinpointing Mm -hmm. that at that moment. It really is. Our heart's cry is to have a relationship with our creator. So this is such an encouragement. I know our listeners are so blessed. And I love the fact that um, we've given them this uh, kind of taste for something uh, that they're going to want to hear more about. And they're going to have to go to your book to receive it. I cried, guys. I cried. (laughs) Yes. And also, too, guys, we will have the link to Latoya's book on the YouTube channel if you're watching this via YouTube, if you're watching or listening on um, iTunes or Spotify, uh, you can get it on Amazon and the distributor that LaToya actually just mentioned. And if you want to go over to YouTube, I'll have the link there as well. And LaToya, we're super excited about having you back. Now, we had some technical issues today. We wanted to talk more about this revelation. Guys, you're going to be in a treat. Me and Amy are super excited to hear about this. And we're going to have LaToya.
Latoya back on another episode where we can batch her in. We have less technical issues in Jesus name. And <laughs> she <laughs> will tell you this awesome revelation she had about where we are, right? About the B yeah. system, about end times, which is what Amy and I started this podcast about mm-hmm. to get prepared, not to be afraid, not to be spooked, That's right. right? To be prepared and all the things. And so I know you guys are really going to enjoy this. And we love the Snodgrasses. Tell Derek, Pastor Derek, we said yes. hello. Oh, surely will. Love you all too. So love much. you. Okay. And we will talk to you soon and cannot wait to see you guys. And if you guys are in the Jackson, Lake Jackson, Texas area, Willow Church is where you can find Pastor Snodgrass, Derek Snodgrass and LaToya. Love you guys. Y'all have a great day and I will talk to you later. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining in today. We really appreciate and love every one of you. We always want to leave you with tools and resources that will help you prepare for the days ahead. We have links in every comment section, whether you're on the podcast, just listening audibly, or whether you're on YouTube, check the comment section. We have links for Amy's counseling, my uh, prophetic financial information, all is there to be able to help you. We're here to serve you. We love you and we'll see you next time.